about you, but I could feel like hastening to his wonderful throne. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, reminder this morning. That That's one of those ones that, that take you back. You know, I like to say some of these, some of this music is where I cut my spiritual teeth. Amen. Somebody when I was uh, uh, young, that's the stuff that I, that brought me through and that brought me over when I heard somebody say uh, that uh, he heard their cry. And I came to understand that he would hear mine too. Amen. Somebody in the house. So bless you all this morning. Well, we're going to get ourselves ready for the word that the Lord has given for this season uh, and this time. And you all know that uh, recently, as last week, we started talking about changing for the better. And I hope I just have one or two. I'd be satisfied. I'm just going to tell you now, I'd be satisfied if there's just one or two people who are listening this morning that say, I, I am in a position that I want to change for the better. So let us pray before we begin this word. Eternal God, our Father, we're so grateful, thankful, and humble, Lord, for another opportunity that I may rightly divide the word of truth with this, thy waiting congregation. Now, O oh God, I ask that you will uh, just stand me up, gird me up, O oh God, strengthen me, O oh God, in my members this morning, that, and I may speak a word that may help somebody along their Christian journey. God, I ask that you will decrease me, but I ask that you would be on the increase, that you will speak through me, that people will hear you, and they will see you through me. I thank you right now for the change that's about to happen in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen, and bless you, God. Well, you all know that it was last Sunday morning when we began our series uh, that aligns us with our current theme. Uh, certainly, Pastors Brown and Brown, uh, uh, they endeavor to help people make uh, and connect the dots when we say that there was a theme uh, for the year, then we want to uh, come up with some things that will help us to uh, bring out what that theme is. Amen, somebody. Uh, uh, most of us uh, have some things, I believe, uh, this is my own uh, personal uh, opinion, uh, uh, but most of us have some things or something on our list uh, in life whereby we are hoping for a change. Uh, is there a witness already out there? Uh, we have probably noticed um, that there are some things that um, we like to do better. Uh, uh, there are some things that we uh, know could be better. And, and so thus, uh, this whole concept of changing for the better uh, seems like a really, not just a good idea, uh, but a God idea. Oh, come on and pray with me this morning. Uh, uh, but you know, most of the time when people uh, uh, put their heart and soul into changing, uh, and I hope somebody will 
will agree that it's usually at the start of a new year when we make our annual new year resolutions. When we make those declarations, you know, Pastor Keith, every year we decide we're going to lose weight, we're going to save money, we're going to uh, get married, uh, uh, we're, you know, we're going to get a new job, we're going to turn over a new leaf, uh, uh, we're going to not hang out with those people, man, we're going to pick up habits uh, that are better, but, 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 but the truth be told that by the time January is over, we have already reverted back to our old ways, um, and, and we kept up with our old habits, um, in other words, we still are doing the same old things, uh, and, and it doesn't take long before we really come to understand that sometimes, y'all, just sometimes, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, we, we find out that it does take some focus and some concentration, come on somebody, to make sustained change. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In our initial sermon last week, we highlighted the fact uh, that because as creatures uh, of habits, uh, of creatures uh, who operate in the natural world uh, with our natural mind, uh, most often placing our flesh before our spirits, uh, I'm, I'm helping somebody, uh, that God will step in and help us uh, uh, with our change by either creating or allowing turning points in our lives that will place us on a new path. In other words, put us in a new direction. And we told you that God will use these turning points to change us, to shape us, and to place our mindset in the direction that he desires us to go. I heard a long time ago, uh, some of you who may uh, uh, be familiar with uh, uh, Joyce Meyer, who is uh, who has a worldwide ministry, she would put it like this. He, she said, where the mind goes, uh, the man follows. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that is true that if we can get our mind, if we can just get our mind uh, and made up and in the right direction that God desires us to go, then 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 chances are uh, we're going to get where he has planned for us to go. But talking about those turning points, uh, uh, those turning points that we uh, uh, spoke of, uh, we, we said they could be uh, negative or positive situations. I'm, I'm just giving you a little bit of review that, that God can use uh, and he will use uh, the happy stuff uh, and the crappy stuff uh, to get our attention. Uh, can I say that? Can I, can I put it like that? I hope somebody is understanding uh, the language there. We, we said that there were three areas that we wanted to tell you about in relation to life's turning points. If, if I could uh, uh, place us on rewind just for a moment, you, you might recall that we said that we would be examining the three C's 
that turning points um, can come by. We told you last week um, that we said that coincidences or, or, or coincidentally uh, things uh, seem to come up. Uh, and when it looks like um, uh, they are just happening merely by chance uh, or by happenstance, uh, uh, we might mistake in this as being coincidental, that's my air quotes, uh, but but what really is uh, taking place uh, on another level, uh, in other words, in another sphere, uh, uh, maybe we can call that the spiritual uh, realm of things, Pastor Keith, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but we learned, uh, what, at least what we hope you learned, is that from a biblical lens, uh, that what is really taking place is God is using what has occurred together by his providence dental arrangement uh, for our circumstances. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's how we see it um, from a biblical lens. Um, we also told you the second thing was by circumstances uh, that turning points could result. Um, uh, and so when I told you that, um, I shared with you all the story of how God used uh, uh, the loss of my job, which happened to be my circumstance, uh, to lend me and Pastor Keith, uh, here as pastors of RCM2, and he created a safety plan or a path for Alicia to be uh, safe in her time of going to high school. Amen, somebody. But this week, this week, I'm gonna, we're gonna uh, kick it up a notch. Uh, it's gonna be a, a good notch too, uh, not just a little bit, but we're gonna kick it up this morning because we wanted to give you our third C, and that is the word consequences. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know somebody out there said, Pastor, don't mention that word. I, I have lived with some really ugly and some bad consequences. I, I made some decisions uh, a long time ago that I'm still uh, uh, paying the consequences for today. Come on, somebody. I, I know I hear you. I hear you. But I'm going to help you this morning. You see, we said that in this installment, we would really be focusing on how consequences uh, cause such life-changing or life-altering events um, that can occur as a result uh, of a turning point. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so let's us, let us take a minute uh, and take a look at this consequence situation. You see, if we look at Bible.org, um, they will give us some examples uh, of, of, of uh, how, uh, uh, how these uh, consequences can force some um, turning points in somebody's life. We just want you to get the good understanding. We're setting the stage and, and laying a foundation. You see, for instance, consequences of our actions really are caused and can be caused from choices and decisions that we made uh, uh, and, and that are made which ensure that we have to live with uh, those consequences. You see, uh, uh, maybe you made a decision to buy a very expensive car. It was cute. It was nice. It was bad. 
It was it was up to date and all the bells and whistles. Um, uh, but you had to live with a consequence um, when the repo man showed up uh, because you weren't able uh, to pay for that fancy uh, fast um, bells and whistles uh, kind of of a car. Yeah, you weren't able to play with, you weren't able to pay for it. Hallelujah to Jesus. But 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 how about the young man uh, who decides to go out on a joy ride uh, in his daddy's car? Uh -huh, uh, but he was an inexperienced driver, has an accident, and is left with an irreversible injury. Uh, oh, sad but true, it has happened. Uh, uh, but something uh, that he has made a decision to do that caused the accident. Uh, and now he will have to live out the rest of his life um, with some irreversible kind of uh, injury. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. we, 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 we know that we've seen that before. How about a young woman who shows up at a party to have a good time uh, and she lets her inhibitions go, but she drinks us a little bit too much, uh, had too many shots. Um, uh -huh. You all know, I know about those shots that they talk about. I ain't never had any, but I've seen it on TV, hallelujah. Uh, but they had these shots, um, and she had too much to drink, um, lost her inhibitions, uh, and the consequence was an unplanned pregnancy, and now she has to live uh, with those consequences, uh, and he has to live with the, the consequences of being a baby daddy way too soon with child support payments um, that's hijacking his paycheck um, as he realizes uh, that he has to live with those consequences uh, for at least the next 18 years of his life. I'm yeah. talking about uh, having those consequences. Uh, yeah, yeah, like Cold Stone ice cream. Do I have any Cold Stone fans on the line this morning? Yeah. Uh, you may or may not like it. Y'all ever been there and they have that like it size of it being the consequences of our actions. Or you may not love it. Uh, come on now. It yeah. being your concept, your circumstances um, and the consequences of we made ourselves fall into and or gotta have it. Oh, you all know that one because it just may get you in trouble. Yeah. Oh, 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 you see, sometimes that thing, that person uh, may add the turning point of consequences to your life. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, but 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 now I want to switch gears just a little because I want us to really begin to check out uh, the the history of creation in the book of Genesis. When God created the heavens and the earth, uh, and He made the first humans, uh, Adam, uh, really, uh, really was not meant to be his first name, but because it means a uh, mankind. Uh, but at any rate, uh, Adam and Eve, uh, and, and, he, and he pronounced uh, after he made them, and after he made and created everything, that it was all very good. Uh, it, it did not take very long, though, before things in the garden 
children got uh, very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, and most of us, most of us know, we, we understand the story. We, we've been around and heard it before. Uh, we know that there were some trees in the garden uh, and it was forbidden uh, uh, for them to eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you don't remember, check out Genesis chapter 3. And these, this fruit was consumed by the humans because they yielded to the temptation of the crafty uh, 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 serpent that accompanied them in the garden. Uh, and as a result, the fall of man occurred and we have had to endure the consequences of, come on now, their actions. Uh, whether we like it or not, whether we believe it or not, all human beings are fallen, born in sin, predisposed to sin, and really are just awaiting death. Mm -hmm. uh, we went from a sinless to a sinful state with a blink of an eye, all because man was trying to become like God. Oh, my God. But the mercy, can I just put a pin there? The mercy of our God began working on our behalf to restore us and to redeem us, which had already been planned in the council of the triune love before the foundation of the world. You see, up to this point, my brothers and sisters, the we have been talking about some things uh, that have caused some negative consequences um, in our act of our actions. Uh, but can I just stop there and tell somebody that we also came to let you know that not all consequences are negative. Not all consequences have negative impacts because our scripture today tells us that the consequences of the suffering, the consequences of the trials and tribulations that Jesus endured for us because he endured so much we have been spared of some major consequences in our life. Because our God, our Savior Jesus endured so much, we have the great outcome and the consequences of eternal life for just believing on him. And because he endured so much while here on earth, we can face today and guess what tomorrow too because if we want to give it to you in shorthand we can tell you that jesus paid it all for our benefit yeah. oh that ought to make somebody want to slap somebody five this morning or oh, somebody need to hear me or what i'm saying yeah. you see but you you might be saying well pastor i got a 
question for you. All right, all right, I'm, I'm listening. What you got to say? If Jesus paid it all, then why do we still suffer the consequences of our sin? Well, I'm going to say, first of all, that's a good question. I, I, I like that. I like inquisitive mind trying to uh, just figure out really uh, what was happening here. Yeah, yeah, Jesus did. He paid it all. Uh, but can I just also tell you uh, that as I was uh, looking and searching and you and stumbled across uh, some examples of, uh, of, of, of that was given in questions.org um, uh, because other people have the same kind of question. Uh, and, and, and so the question comes up frequently, Pastor Keith, and that is uh, uh, why? Why do we suffer and why do we have these consequences causing these turning points in our lives when Jesus already paid it all? Well, can I just tell you that, that because we do still live in this fallen world, uh, that there are still going to be some things that will happen to us in this life um, that the consequences are the consequences. So let me give you an example. Uh, uh, so perhaps uh, there may be somebody who's dealing drugs uh, and he ends up going to jail um, uh, for dealing drugs. We know that uh, 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 illicit drugs on the streets. Uh, if you get caught by the wrong folk, uh, uh, you could end up in prison. Uh, but um, sometimes you may end up in prison. Uh, and, and, and while you are there, though, you find the Lord and you accept him and, and you become a Christ follower. But guess what? Uh, just because you become that Christ follower, it doesn't mean that they're going to give you a free pass and give you the key to let yourself out and you go on back to way living you were like you were before. In other words, you have a, a you still got some uh, uh, experience, some uh, time to serve, and so you're going to have to stay there and work out those consequences for your past sins by spending that time behind bars. Is anybody following me? I hope you are. I hope you are. You see, a born again Christian who falls into adultery. Uh, I know that's not any of you all, but in case you know somebody who's done that, um, uh, you might end up losing your, your family. You might end up losing your career. Uh, uh, but even after he confesses um, and, and, and he forsakes forsakes his or her sin. In other words, he uh, puts it out there, yeah, I did it, yeah, I was wrong, uh, yes, I'm sorry, but still there are consequences for you and the sin that you committed remaining. So coming to Christ does not erase the turning point effects of sin. Rather, what happens is that get this, get this, is that our salvation guarantees that we will not face eternal consequences of the sin. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope somebody's taking notes uh, and writing that now. But now, now I want you to get to the text. Uh, if we look at 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, it says that for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the 
the righteousness of God. Well, that is for our sake. Can I get a witness that he endured suffering, that he endured the trials and the tribulations for our sake? Ah, yeah. oh, hallelujah. All of this place, the consequences of our actions on someone who was sinless to give us an opportunity to sin less. Oh, God. Oh, help me somebody. Help me somebody. You see, you got to understand that Jesus was innocent, but he took the blame and he took our mess bore the burden in the heat of the day so that we could really go scot-free. Oh, that ought to make somebody stand up and holler two or three times. So while Jesus is suffering, while he had suffering, or he had suffered, so that we could become righteous. Yeah. Oh, yes. Can I just tell you that had he not done what he did, we would never be able to do what we can do. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's so good. That's so good. You see, though he had never sinned, Jesus endured the consequences of a brutal Roman death on the cross, and he took the penalty and he took the punishment on himself. Yeah. He endured the consequences of being buried. Yeah. Somebody say in a borrowed tomb where those who didn't believe in him either decided that he was really the, the Messiah by his actions. Yeah. But I just need, as I told you before, all I'm looking for this morning, maybe I didn't come for everybody. Maybe you already got this. Maybe you already know this, but I just came by this morning for two or three. I just want just two or three of you to get it down in your spirit today because there was consequences of his crucifixion, of his burial, but somebody need to understand the consequences of his resurrection. Yeah. Oh, what am I telling you this morning? In case you missed it, I'm telling you that he got up. Yeah. Oh, God, Hallelujah. which was the turning point for humanity. Yeah. And if I don't know anything else, that's good news. Yes, oh, so now, what do you mean, preacher? Now, instead of being enemies, we have now been reconciled yeah. with our God.
coincidences are not coincidental. <laughs> Woo! But they are really God's divine plan to change us, to shape us, to renew us in our minds so we, we can be better. Oh, I hope somebody heard me Amen. this morning. Amen. I hope that was a word you could use on today. But before I take my seat and we move on to the communion ritual for the church, I just want to ask the question, is anybody listening willing to be open to the possibilities of becoming better? And I'm just asking the question for the sake and for the cause of Christ. Woo, we got a world of people who are watching us, who are waiting on us, who are listening to us. Anybody want to be better? I just want to know if you are open, if you are open to what I'm asking you to do. Hallelujah. Is anybody on the line this morning ready to surrender your all unto him? Ooh, who knows every hair on your head? My, my, my. Then I want you, I want you to listen to me. Because I want you to pray this prayer with me. I just want the people who say, Lord, I'm ready to do better. I'm ready to change for the better. Come on, come on. I want somebody to pray. Lord, I want to do better. I want to do better. Be better. Be better. To live better as one of your children. I ask right now, in the name of Jesus, that you use what seems like coincidences, that you use my circumstances and the consequences of my life as turning points, so I am in line with your will. Lord, I can't do it without you. But with you, I know that it's possible. I open myself, Lord, to your divine plan. Have your way have your way. Yes. Have your way in my life. And the people of God said, Amen. 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 And bless God. 